Welcome to Group Talk, a podcast conversation from the Small Group Network, focusing on topics relevant to small groups ministries. Whether you're in a church of 100 or 10,000, whether you are a volunteer or staff, we want to support, encourage, and equip you to lead well. So relax and listen to today's program. Welcome to Group Talk, a one podcast featuring two unique shows. Two? Or is it going to be four shows? Ah, we got some exciting news coming up a little bit later. Don't know if it'll be this show. We're going to let the cat out of the bag, but I, I think it's I think it's going to broaden itself. So you won't get tired of this two shows. It's got four. Stay tuned. Yeah, Stay baby. tuned. Yeah, baby. Hey, everyone. It's Derek again, along with your other host, Pastor of Connections at Saddleback Church, Steve Glade. Hey, everybody. So, Steve, you, uh, you've you been getting around a little bit. Uh, you were in Nashville last week. Tell us about it. Yeah. I mean, I actually just got back Sunday right before uh, Memorial Day. It was it was weird being on an airplane. Uh, they do not practice social distancing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I, it was a packed plane. So, I'm a little, you know, you can't get two to 300 people in a church, but you can get them into a plane. So, uh, right. that, that was a little faulty thing. But, yeah, got Erica settled, starting her new life. Uh, graduated from Lipscomb in in Nashville there, and our shout out to all of our Nashville folk and uh, adjusting to there and settling in with yeah. a job. So it's, it's crazy world as a dad. So I gotta ask, Steve, you're down in Nashville. What was the best thing you ate while you were there? Oh my goodness, hot it, hot food was great. Uh, breakfast, uh, biscuit love to stand there with no line, pancake pantry. Wait, wait, it no was called line. biscuit love? Biscuit love, baby. <laughs> it's great, baby. It's it's right there. Pancake pantry. I mean, they're just all, yeah. all over. Uh, lunch, Hattie B's, got some hot chicken. Didn't get down to Princess uh, down uh, in a little bit different location in Nashville. Wish, wish I would have, but it had shut the cluck up and it. Shut me up, baby. I mean, that's their hottest. Shut the cluck up. up. Yeah. Double dogs. If you're ever in the Nashville area, want a different shot on wings and stuff like that. They've got, so Hattie B's and that were the wings. Dinners. I I think the all time I was at Martin's, not for any barbecue, uh, but for the wings. And you know what the hottest flavor on the wings was called? No, please share. I'd love to. Thank you. The Devil's Nectar, <laughs> and uh, it was—it's probably some of the most. If you guys are into hot food, uh, you know any any of those spots I was mentioning will give you some great hot lunch or dinner food. But yeah, it's not a Food Network show, but you know we just turned it into yeah. one. Knowing you, I figured you'd be eating, feasting on frog legs, fried frog legs, like day and night. No man, I just went with—I went with the hot stuff, so and uh, <laughs> I survived. So you survived Memorial Day as well. Yeah, it was a it was a good time. It was good. recovering. It was uh, just getting back from the trip, so it was a good recovery day for us to just sat, do nothing. But how about you guys? Were you down at the oceans? I see. Yeah, we went to Newport Beach actually for the first time. Yeah, we saw, usually, saw we usually go Instagram. to San Clemente and we do Laguna, but we went out there, man, and it was like crazy. It was it was in the high sixties, kind of breezy, so it didn't feel hot. We the next day we were burned alive. Yeah, the sun is merciless. It's the false positive. You you think it's cool, but you're getting you're getting toasted. 
So we've got some exciting uh, happenings in Saddleback Church these days. Um, last night, we had our first water baptisms, right? Tell us about that. Yeah, it was COVID, so it was fun. You know, Rick was uh, talking about how we can do uh, either family members who follow, who know Christ can do the baptism, or people uh, self-baptizing themselves. And Rick was on the outside of the water, so it, it was a, it was a trip. Uh, you can see a couple pics in the show notes uh, of the setup there, but it was just crazy. Uh, it, it was great to see the number of people that wanted to get baptized. Uh, you know, we had the pool guy out there; he was uh, chlorinating and spraying stuff <laughs> down between every baptism. I mean, it's just like so many things we had to do. We we only did fifty people getting baptized. We had another fifty on the waiting list. We we found out we could have done more. Uh, it was one of our learning. I mean, we had so many learnings that were on there. I feel like we should do a whole podcast on uh, baptisms. But on Memorial Day, uh, I posted up on the uh, small group Facebook group, small group network Facebook group, uh, that uh, Jay Cranda had a baptism over Memorial Day remotely through Zoom and stuff like that. So we're just experimenting with a lot of different things, but the changed lives were amazing. We had uh, one lady who drove down, who was part of our, uh, in our online campus, drove down from Las Vegas uh, wow. last night to uh, be baptized. Uh, incredible people who have just, you know, all of them had fresh stories of finding Christ. Uh, so it was just, it was an incredible time, but it was very unique and uh, definitely a breakthrough, a yeah. breakthrough that uh, I never thought we, we would have to conquer, but uh, <laughs> we're getting ready to do a no excuses with, uh, we're going to be on the, on a call with all of our campus pastors and uh, there we were testing it out at Lake Forest and now we're full fledged. Every campus is going to be doing it. So uh don't want to spoil. Don't want to say too much because I'll let Rick's Rick story to tell them tomorrow. <laughs> Another great stat I heard on our uh, staff meeting Zoom call yesterday was all of the decisions that have been made for Christ the last eleven weeks. You want to share that stat? Yeah, I, I mean it's almost too crazy to believe, but uh, six thousand two hundred and fifty-one. Uh, people have let us know that they have found Christ uh, through the services being online or through our food pantry. Uh, and probably about, um, you know, I don't know what the, the, the split is on that, but there's been a, a, a ton of them that have come through the food pantry also, probably about a third of them. So it's just been fun as we, I think we've crept up over 40,000 families we've been feeding uh, and just to see those people who are not only searching for food, but spiritual food too. So it's just these stats from these last 11 weeks, and I know this is not true in, in every part of the world or country, but it's just crazy when you think through some of those stats when yeah. uh, we were uh, sharing that in staff meeting. I just, it was those unbelievable things. And we've got some exciting stats in the network as well. Um, last month in April, we had almost 18,000 uh, people read our articles. Wow. I, I, I read that. I read one of them 17,999 <laughs> times. But, you know, so it was you it, in your room clicking yeah, refresh. Refresh, refresh, refresh. <laughs> this is my job. That's all I can do. You know, it's, it's my fidgetiness. So that's been cool. And then uh, we've got a new resource coming out. It's not even published officially yet, but something we want you guys to be looking for is a new video um, that features uh, Rick Warren. And he's talking about how to promote your small groups during 
uh, pandemics. Th- it's a great video. Derek, when you showed it to me, it was just like, oh my goodness. It was just incredible. Uh, it's great vision casting. It's something you guys can show to your uh, your teaching pastors on on how to uh, push groups without preaching about groups. But you'll you'll see it. It's it's I think it's two a little over two minutes long, two minutes twenty seconds, something like that. Yeah. I was looking at that, and it is just powerful. But what a convincing piece! And uh, it's great, you know, when I'm alongside Rick. I mean, he's uh, he. I always tell him this. I go, you're really the small group pastor. I just kind of catch everything you you bring in so i'm just the net boy the water boy so look for that um our that video linked in the show notes as well as the other uh, articles we mentioned so into our big meat of this show yeah and i'm feeling really hungry on this show based on what you said about nashville and based about what we're going to talk about in a little bit uh, more, more food down the line but you know you don't get to be like me without talking about food So our title is Seven Springs to Keep in Your Step During COVID-19. Steve, are we like playing Family Feud here or what? Yeah, I can tell you peeked at the show notes. Uh, So obviously it's a play off the spring word and uh, it is a little Family Feud. I mean, if you're thinking spring blank, what are the words that you're going to be thinking through? And uh, we're going to play a little off that. Part of what I was uh, noticing that in in the Northern Hemisphere here, COVID has robbed our springtime. Uh, we're, we're still in spring uh, for the next, you know, summer doesn't officially creep in until uh, the third week in June, uh, actually on Father's Day, uh, for those of you that are, need a reminder. Uh, Thank but, you. <laughs> well, you don't have to do anything. It's for the other people, but uh, maybe it is yeah, for your father. Julie, are you listening? Yes, there you go. But... Um, you know, we've been robbed of, of our springtime, and spring is, you know, there's cabin fever. There's a lot of things that spring brings up when you're changing seasons and you're doing that. But a lot of, uh, when I was thinking about it, our spring and our step has been robbed because we've been so sidetracked. And some of us have been dishuffled and trying to figure around. So what I wanted to talk to you about was, you know, what are seven springs that you need to work back into your step? I mean, COVID has knocked us off, knocked me off. I tell you, I have, I just I love our online watching. I am done. D-O-N-E, especially since I was in Nashville. Uh, they, they, they're a little <laughs> bit more accelerated than the state of California coming out of COVID. I mean, I, I almost Instagrammed a picture of me in a restaurant, which is like so stupid. But I was like going, I'm dining in. You know, every place I'm talking to you about, I was dining in and just enjoying my time in Nashville. But in California, you know, I mean, it's ridiculous what they said. You know, just one of the the of the 12 pages, one of the most screwy things was of, of going back into church. You can have 25% of your congregation or 100 people, whichever is less. And I mean, so so it's not like we could bring 100 people out of the 30,000 that come on the weekend. And it's like, okay, which 100 of you get to, to be there? But it's just one of those crazy things that COVID has robbed us of so many things. It's knocked us off our kilter, of our mojo, of going to the weekend service, of being physically in our small group. Although uh, most of our groups have had amazing, amazing participation and engagement because everything else has stopped. But there are some things that I think you've got to focus on, and we're going to play off the word spring, but I want to walk you through seven things that you have got to recalibrate yourself because 
you're the only one thinking about groups. You're the one that's that's making the charge. You've got to be thinking through these. So hopefully these will just kind of, uh, you know, spur some attention of things that you're thinking about in the back of your mind. I want to bring them to the front so your spring is not totally gone as you head into summertime. So number one is spring break. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's too many pictures we saw in the news of how crazy that went the wrong way. But one of the things we want to talk to you about is, you know, what breakthrough do you need to see in your small group ministry? Uh, you know, there and, and as you're as you're kind of thinking through this, start to frame it on a couple of thoughts this way. One of the thoughts is you know, think crawl, walk, run. Uh, don't go for, you know, these major breakthroughs that you may be thinking about personally, although you could easily personally say this through to you as the small group point person. What breakthrough do you need? We'll, we'll table that for a second, but let me talk to you about the ministry side. But think crawl, walk, run and, and how you're going to do this. In my book, Planning Small Groups with Purpose, uh, you know, I walk through 20 questions that you're going to need a breakthrough uh, you're going to need in your playbook. You've got to, you know, tackle these questions uh, that are happening. But uh, think through a framework like this. You know, do I need a breakthrough in how I'm connecting people? Think through your connection strategy and how are you doing that? How are you getting groups uh, off the ground? Do I need a breakthrough in the growth of our groups getting healthy? Uh, I personally have been focused a lot on this with some of our tools that are antiquated, that are not done, that have been stuck. Uh, you know, we got to have a breakthrough coming out of this in, in this area. That's the area I've been focusing on. How about leadership development? How's your leadership pathway looking at? How are you thinking from seeker to staff and everything in between on your pathways in leadership development? Does, does that need a breakthrough that will pull you two to that next level? Uh, what about outreach? If you come from the marketing world, it's called marketing. <laughs> in the secular world, it's marketing. But uh, in church world, we like the word evangelism more than we like the word marketing. But how are you, do you need a breakthrough in how you're breaking through a barrier? I mean, have you been stifled by COVID and you've got to, you know, muster up and say, do, do I need a, a breakthrough? Or, or maybe it's in sustaining. Are you starting groups and losing as many there? I mean, so there's different things that in your small group ministry, uh, I've just mentioned, you know, two frameworks, think crawl, walk, run, and then also think through five areas, connecting, growing, maybe leadership development, outreach, sustaining. You may think of other ones, but in the moment of this podcast, think through have I even been thinking about what kind of breakthrough? Have I, have I been praying for a breakthrough in an area? Have I been praying for a breakthrough in an area for me personally uh, that may go a little bit more centered on, you know, your own, own personal aspects? So that first one I want to talk to you about is spring break, spring breakthrough and that. Breakthrough. Number two. Spring cleaning. Spring cleaning. Now, I don't know about your family. The first few weeks of COVID, uh, I think our closets have never looked better than ever. I think I took <laughs> down a truckload of stuff. Uh, you know, it's going to, uh, you know, one of the places where you can, you know, you donate stuff and they were all closed. So I had it closed. Uh, their shops were closed. And so we had to, you know, have it in my car for the longest time until Salvation Army kind of kicked back in. But spring cleaning. Uh, what needs to be cleaned up 
in your small group ministry. So let's let's talk about uh, a few thoughts here to get your brain uh, thinking about it. Uh, data. Does your data need a little spring cleaning? I know in our small group ministry, I was just running some stats and I was running the number of groups where um, their date hasn't been solidified the day and the time of when their group meets. That, that's some cleaning we just need to do. Are, are, you mean, are those groups still happening or are they not happening? Uh, if they haven't put a date and a time, maybe they just never went and did that, uh, but maybe um, it needs to get cleaned up. Uh, if you um, know anything about our structure with what our community leaders, how we put our groups into five different buckets, uh, one of them is called P4. Uh, those are our stubborn groups. Uh, do they need to be cleaned up a little bit? You know, I can deal with late adopters. Uh, we call them stubborn, but, you know, they're late adopters in adopting the paradigm. But how long is too long? Do, do, does that need to be cleaned up? So there's a lot of things in data in small group ministry that you can look through. Do you need uh, spring cleaning happening uh, with that? Clean it up. Strategy. Thank you for that. <laughs> strategy. You know, uh, does is your strategy need to be cleaned up a little bit? Uh, have you been bogged down? Do you need to take a fresh cut at something? Do you need to, you know, think through? Have you drifted in your strategy and you need to pull it back in? Um, do you need a tune-up somewhere? Is there some place in your small group ministry that's running a little sluggish? Does a does you know a volunteer need a little tune up that needs to happen with them? You know, it's kind of awkward in COVID. Everyone's been uh, emotionally off track a little bit, and so we we have to you know be gentle in that. That's why I have Derek here. Uh, but you know, sometimes you gotta you know they they need it need a little tune up. Uh, how about your training? You know, have you looked through your training? I just went back through and I was looking through our community leader training uh, that we do for our people. And I'm like going, man, I, I can't remember the last time I put eyes on this to make sure that's happening the way it needs to happen. And is that training happening? And are we clear on that? So there needs a little clean up there. Structure uh, might be one. You could go on and on and on in your small group ministry, but what needs to get cleaned up? So number one, we've had spring break. Number two, spring cleaning. And now to number three, spring training. Uh, you know, when if you're in a baseball season person, you know, you, there's spring training that's happening all the time. Uh, but this is this one is a little bit more for you. And I, what I would say is, have you been thinking about what training you need? Where do you need to say, Okay, we've been in COVID, at least in California now, we've been in shutdown for 11 weeks. Um, but, you know, have you thought about your training? What kind of training are you going to get? Are you looking to sharpening yourself to, to fine tune a, a couple of pieces? And you got to think through what is your small group ministry and what are you thinking about doing? Hey, and one quick shameless plug we can give is for our new upcoming online Align course. I was thinking through in my 35 years of being in small group ministry, what is it that I wish I would have had? And so we brainstormed together and we created eight sessions. It's going to be a course that it's designed for, you know, it can be designed for anybody, but it's designed for the person who's, uh, you know, just trying to get launched into small group ministry. Uh, or maybe for some people that feel they're maybe a little aimless 
in their small group ministry and are one of these eight sessions going to be available. And, uh, you know, in the show notes, you can actually see the introduction uh, to it if you want to get a sneak sneak peek. (laughs) I'm kind of talking that through and Derek's like giving me the eye in the studio (laughs) going, I don't know if we can put that in the show notes yet. But what I can say is we are almost complete with this course. So Steve filmed all the sessions and Steve, you did a great job, by the way. I mean, this I'm super excited about this online training course. And our tagline for it is learning small group essentials. And so like Steve said, this is for uh, the brand new small group point person. But it's also a great refresher if, if you feel like you need some alignment. And so me and the developer have been working on this. We've almost got the course built out, designed. And so we're going to begin beta testing this week. And this course should be live and ready for the public a few weeks from now. So what I just heard was you won't get that, you know, introduction clip in, into the show notes. <laughs> that was but a anyway, fancy way of saying. That's very nice. I, I like that. But uh, uh, I know we are going to make the introduction available. Uh, it is a course. It's a pay-for course. But I know the introduction will always be free just to so you can see what you're you're getting involved in with that. And uh, it's a great way to help support the network. Yeah. Now all that we're doing. So that's number three, spring training. Number four is spring Board, uh, not waterboard, uh, springboard, springboard into new learnings. And this is a great time to uh, kind of look back over the last two, three months uh, in COVID and saying, you know, what new learnings are you getting from COVID that uh, that you're going to keep? What are some of them that uh, you're going to keep? And uh, I know for us, uh, virtual large group gatherings that we can uh, do the breakout rooms in uh, with Zoom. That is uh, one that we're for sure going to keep as we're going in that. Flip to the other side. Uh, there's, you know, some trainings that we've been doing and we've kind of drifted a little bit from online trainings. And so we're going to get a little bit more back into what was part of our fundamental playbook a decade ago, uh, was doing online training with that, um, connecting with, uh, either our community leaders or our C team or things like that in, in 30 minute increments. I think one of the things that zoom did show us, for, for those of you that uh, didn't pay for the uh, extended version, but because of Zoom fatigue, you were keeping meetings between 30 and 40, maybe 45 max. And huge, huge learning right there that yeah. it, it's amazing what you can accomplish in 30 minutes in a meeting. Yeah, and it's, it's crazy when you go past that 40, 45 minutes, how fatigued everybody does seem to get. Yeah, and how that probably really was happening in the meetings when you had hour-long meetings right. or they creep hour 15, hour 30, and stuff like that. Uh, another uh, great springboard we're going to take into is how we're going to use uh, the virtual meetings. Now, all of us have probably no, – I can't say all of us. Maybe a, a at Saddleback Church, uh, the majority of our groups have had beyond engagement every week because, I mean, I look at my group, we're in our 11th week in being virtual small group, and we've had nearly almost perfect attendance for all 11 weeks. And I can't tell you when that last happened. Wow. Uh, we're venturing out this week and doing a serving opportunity with our Peace Center uh, for our group. But, you know, but with that, one of the things we have noticed is that uh, we may be doing some alternating in some of our groups, um, 
I, I don't know how that's playing out in, in different areas, but you may be going, you know, physicals, uh, virtual, physical, virtual. You may go three on, one off of, of which way you want to prefer that you can go with that. But, you know, this, this it's a conversation that people are wrestling with and trying to think through. Yeah. And in a recent Zoom chat with some of our bloggers where we were discussing what are the felt needs of, of, of small group point people, of you, to write about as we come out of COVID, this was one of the hot topics that our bloggers recognize because they're all small group point people in the trenches in their churches. And so they're grappling and thinking through and praying through this whole topic of what they were calling hybrid group, you know, hybrid groups through the summer. You know, most of them said, man, in previous years, we never really did groups in the summer, but now they're seeing summer. Shame, shame. Now they're seeing shame. summer as, <laughs> as a huge opportunity to mobilize people into groups, but using a hybrid type thing like you're talking about with your group, Steve. Yeah. And I, I think the main thing is, as you're thinking about springboarding into something, what has COVID shed light on that's making disciple making so much better in you know what you're going to do in, in the coming times? So that is number four, springboard. And that brings us to number five. Spring. And, and you guys are thinking, how many springs can you have? But we do have a few more. I was getting, you know, quite creative on this backside, but spring forward. I mean, obviously that's one that's common as you as you're thinking about the clocks change and stuff like that. But uh, as you're thinking spring forward, uh, ask yourself this question, are you prepping your people for where you are going? You know, where you're leading them, what's your vision that you're going to have? You know, part of what vision is about is why you are here. And in, in, in movement making, the why always determines how long people are going to stay engaged. And the why comes from your vision. And your vision is what is inspiring to people about what you're trying to do, what you're trying to take, and where you're trying to lead your people with all of that. And on the subject of vision, uh, for everybody listening, make sure to check out Steve's new uh, blog article that's on our article page, or you can find it on our special new COVID-19 page, small group network forward slash COVID-19. And the article is titled, What's Your Vision Coming Out of COVID-19? We'll also link it in the show notes for you. Yeah. And uh, I, what I love is Carolyn uh, Takeda and I did a uh, a group talk, I can't remember how long ago it was, but we talked about vision, and I think there's some some good nuggets uh, in there. And that also reminds me of a, a quote that Rick shared uh, from the Finish the Task conference. Your goals need to be so big that you can't do it without God. Yeah, and Derek is having, he, he, just, you know, he just about got slain in the spirit. He almost spun <laughs> off his... His, his chair and everything right there on the floor. But uh, but yeah, what, what you're talking there, what Derek was trying to say to you there is if, if your goal isn't big enough where you need God, then it's too small. And it's almost like, I can't do this goal without God being present. And the beautiful thing is that it, it really is, when you think about your vision, if you can do it, it's too small. And part of what you want to start to lay lay the tracks on is as you're coming out of COVID, it's not going to be just about moving your groups from virtual to physical. If that's your vision, 
I mean, who wants to get behind that? But you got to figure out why you're moving back into physical, how it's going to take on a new new form, and what's going to happen with that. Looking forward, we're going to do a podcast on, you know, the things you've got to think through when you're going from virtual back to physical. And number one on that is the vision better be a whole lot more than just that. Love that quote from Rick. Okay, that brings us to number six. You love it. You couldn't even read it. (laughs) It's because I'm going to edit that part out. You're not editing it. (laughs) That brings us to number six, which is my favorite spring rolls. Love is, there, is there going to be is there going to be hot and sour sauce, sweet and sour? This <laughs> I, I I know, man. It's just uh, I know we should have had them here on the set. It would it'd been a lot better in the studio than the bottled water that you brought. But anyways, spring rolls and a part of that is who do you need to connect with specifically? Uh, is that somebody on your C team? Is that somebody that is your community leaders or your coaches? Is it uh, you know somebody in who do you need to recruit? Uh, you, you've got time to do stuff and I, and I get when you can sit face to face with somebody, it's a lot easier to engage them. I get that we're in week 11. How many weeks are you going to go with that excuse of saying, I'm not reaching out to people. And part of it, uh, I would say is that you've got to start thinking through how do I break that, that part and say, okay, you know, the spring rolls is just a play on, you know, have you have a reason to meet it might be a virtual coffee it might be a virtual uh spring rolls i don't know it may be you know something like that but but the point is is that you've got to be thinking through uh you know am i engaging with the people who are already doing stuff in the ministry but more importantly how are you recruiting Derek and I are big college football fans, and uh, I know that in the 2021 class coming up in uh, college football, uh, my team is rated number one right now. Derek, <laughs> and your team is rated what? Well, I couldn't uh, I couldn't even find them in the top 50. I, I know. It was pretty painful for him before the show. You know, <laughs> we're like looking through this, and he's like going, But, you know, we, we, do have, we do have high academic standards, oh, unlike some schools. Oh, here we go. And, you know, we, we, don't, go. we don't pay our recruits cash under the table. So, you know. Oh, my, my, my. Must be nice. Bitterness is a deep root, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and it goes to his fiber. And, and we're just praying. I think he's got two recruits out of the state of Washington. He's a Washington Husky fan, and hopefully they'll journey over to Ohio with the with the Buckeyes and all that. We'd love to have a couple. Lord, keep them five home. stars. You know, with that. All right, bring us home, man. Bringing us home to number seven, spring time. Spring time. What needs to stay that you've discovered during COVID? Now, you know, springtime, it's a, it's a fresh new season. It's new beginnings. Uh, in a lot of parts of the country, uh, greenery starts to happen. New things pop up out of the ground and things that you just have been longing for. But this one is really about time management. And what what needs to stay in this springtime as that you've discovered in, in uh, COVID? And one of the 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 thing, I mean, here's a here's a handful of things that I've been thinking through, uh, but one was meeting efficiency. Uh, I, I'm going going. One thing that's got to stay is uh, I I love you know 
being with people and everything like that. But my efficiency has been so much better when I keep my meetings to 30 minutes. Uh, and you can stay on the line. And a lot of times, you know, if I'm on a Zoom call, I say, hey, if some of you want to hang on for a little bit later, we can do that. But meeting efficiency, that is one of the things that has to stay when I'm thinking about the time that I'm spending in this in the spring season uh, and how do I do my time management. Another thing that, that's got to stay, I got to think through travel time. Uh I have been saving so much travel time uh, by thinking through how can I use the virtual environment. Now, you don't want to do that all the time, but as I'm thinking about time management, that's that's a piece I've got to be thinking through. Uh, Derek, you're talking about screen time. Uh, now, I don't know if that's because you've been in the office watching movies or, <laughs> you know, what you've been doing, but uh, I think that's an important yeah. piece of it. Uh, you want to unpack that a little bit? Yeah, just we, we'll be kind of oh. – hit on the fatigue earlier, but just screen time. How much time are you on the screen? I know if I'm all day, every day on the screen, um, man, my energy levels start to go down. So how can I mix things up? How can I keep things fresh? One thing I've been doing is going out and taking a little 15-minute walk to get my body focused, my mind focused, get back in and hit the ground hard. Yeah, and so, I mean, that's another thing that, that stays in there. You know, the, those physical breaks between stuff. I mean, are you running all day hard and meeting after meeting after meeting? Uh, some people wear that as a badge of honor. Uh, but is that the best thing that that is working towards your time management? And you've got to uh, play back in there. Uh, another one I, I've been toying with, uh, you know, there's been some meetings that haven't happened due to COVID that I'm wondering... Do they need to come back on? No. Do, do they need to come back on? <laughs> and so, you know, so there's a lot of things that you've got to be thinking through. So let me just review these for you really quick. We talked about spring break and what's a breakthrough that you need maybe personally or in your small group ministry. Spring cleaning. You know, what needs to get cleaned up in your small group ministry? And we talked about data and strategy and training and structure and what needs to be tuned up. Number three, spring training. Where, where are you getting yourself trained for in this next season? And what kind of spring training are you doing for you personally as the point person in small group ministry? If you're not getting your your tools sharpened, then you're the only one thinking about it. You know, nothing's going to rise above your leadership. Align. Align. Thank you. <laughs> well, you should back, back mask that in there, you know. Uh, number four, springboard. You know, what do you, what are some of the learnings you're getting that you're going to make sure they stay with you in this COVID time that have been popular with, with your groups? Uh, maybe you need to send out a survey to even find out what some of those things are. Number five, spring forward. And uh, with that is, what, what vision are you taking? Where are you taking them to on that next side? Uh, number six, spring rolls, Derek's favorite. Yeah. Uh, you know, who are you connecting with? You got to think of uh, your existing leadership. You know, who, have you been staying in touch with them? And then who are you recruiting? Who are you saying, hey, can I have a 15-minute Zoom call with you? If it lasts longer, go for it with that. And then springtime. This is all about time management. Uh, you know, you can't let the busyness creep back into your small group ministry that wasn't productive with what you want to do. These seven things hopefully will spring back, spring you into step. You need a little help with there? I, I think I do, man. It's been a long, <laughs> it's been a long week. <laughs> there are seven springs to keep in your step, everybody. Hey, thanks for taking the time to join us today to tune in. 
Uh, always, we want to remind you to stay up to date with all of our COVID-19 small group resources by bookmarking smallgroupnetwork.com forward slash COVID-19. Have a great week, everyone. Hey, Small Group Network family, Jason Banzoff here, Group Talk producer and Small Group Network creative arts director. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Group Talk, and thank you so much to Steve and Derek for that great episode. Now, before we go, let's talk about a few things. Have you created your free membership yet with the Small Group Network? Make sure you visit smallgroupnetwork.com to get amazing resources straight to your inbox. Stay up to date with all of our COVID-19 small group resources by bookmarking smallgroupnetwork.com slash COVID-19, where you can find all of our articles, videos, and podcasts. Also, if you're on Facebook, join our dynamic Facebook group community that has now surpassed 4,500 members and learn from the thousands of small group ministry ideas, interactions, and questions, also answers found here. And huddles. Huddles are like small groups for small group point people and a great way to find support and share your ideas. Our huddles are found all over the world and we just had a few new huddles started in North Dakota, Hawaii, and India. Invite two or more friends and start a huddle online or over coffee today. Visit smallgroupnetwork.com slash huddles. Thank you so much for joining us again this week and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Group Talk. We invite you to subscribe to the podcast through iTunes and get new episodes downloaded automatically. Also, if you enjoy this program, please take a few minutes to give us a positive rating on iTunes so that other small group point people can find us more easily. We encourage you to visit our website at smallgroupnetwork.com to access our library of free resources, connect to a huddle with other small group ministry leaders in your area, read our blog articles, or join us on our Facebook group. Don't forget to use the hashtag SGNet when engaging with your social media channels. Thank you for your support.